Welcome to another captivating episode of Raw Momversations, where fearless moms and experts unite to explore alternative practices. Hey there, I'm Ali. And I'm Melania. Our mission is to empower your one-of-a-kind parenting journey. Join us as we explore unconventional birthing and parenting methods. Get ready for inspiration, authentic stories, and unwavering family love. Together, we're rewriting our rules of parenting one bold step at a time. So without further ado, let's kick off this empowering conversation. Raw Momversations, where fearless motherhood leads the way. Today, we had a lovely interview with a seasoned osteopath named Anne-Marie, who just recently became a mom herself to her daughter, Maya. Yes, Maya. You should see the head of hair on that girl. My God, it's like her mama. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. She's so cute. So cute. In today's episode... We're focusing on the pre and postpartum. Yes. We got into it, asked her all the questions. Yeah. So if you're pregnant or you just had a little one and you want to speed up your recovery or deal with some issues in regards to sciatic pain or, you know, misalignment in your body, because everything changes when you're pregnant. This is something that I have personally used during my pregnancy. You have used post delivery with your son. Right. Which will dive into in another episode. Yes, exactly. We got the privilege to record two episodes today, so we'll be releasing part one and part two will be coming out at a later date. Something that was so interesting that Anne-Marie shared is that you don't have to suffer during your pregnancy. Just because you're pregnant, Mm -hmm. you don't have to, whatever symptom you're feeling, she can help with or an osteo can help with. Yeah, exactly. That's what's amazing is you can actually have a beautiful pain-free pregnancy. Let's get into understanding the practice of osteopathy. Yes. So without further ado, here's Anne-Marie. Hello, Anne-Marie. Hi. Welcome to Raw Conversations. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. You are officially our first guest. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and I'm this so means, glad. Yeah, this means so much to us because you helped Ali pre and post pregnancy. Yep. You helped me with my son. So we're so excited to get a chance to shed the light on your practice. Yeah. Thank you. And your practice, which is osteopathy, which we <laughs> have just been discussing the proper way to say it. We've been practicing. <laughs> it's, I would say it's not such a mainstream practice, right? People kind We're of... We're there. We're getting there. Getting yeah, there. It's, it's still kind of um, in the gray area for a lot of people. But I think once you try it, people are kind of stick with it. People discover it and love it. But uh, we're getting more popular, that's for sure. So definitely happy about that. I mean, we've experienced it, both of us. And I think it's something that everyone needs to touch upon once in their life, you know? And then once you do, you realize, holy moly. I tell everyone, I'm like, Anne-Marie is like a magician. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how she does it, but it's saved my life. Yeah, that's, that's really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, osteopathy um, in pregnancy specifically, we're going to talk about pregnancy and postpartum in this segment. And then we'll do another segment with you for our listeners for um, children. Children. Yeah. Which is where you met Anne-Marie. Yeah. So let's talk about pregnancy and how we can alleviate, uh, you know, whether it's pelvic pain or sciatica, you name the (laughs) 1000 issues that come with pregnancy. So before we get into that, tell us about yourself, how you got into becoming an osteopath, and uh, give us a little breakdown about who you are. Sure. 
So um, I kind of started off like everyone else, right? Like, what is an osteo? Like, why am I going to see an osteopath? What are they going to do to me? You know, what is this magic everyone talks about, right? So I was, um, I was playing water polo at the time. And I was doing that pretty competitively. And I had hurt my shoulder and I had seen everybody, you know, all the different therapists, all the doctor recommendations. And I tried it. It wasn't really helping. I wasn't getting far. And then one day someone was like, why don't you go see an osteo? I was like, what are, what, what are they going to do? You know, like, I don't have any problem with my bones. So I went to see an osteo because I really wanted to continue playing. And um, I get there and the guy's like, you know, looking at me standing up. He's like looking at my <laughs> hips. I'm like, it's over here, buddy. Like <laughs> my shoulder, my shoulder hurts, you know? And uh, he was like, it's okay. Like, let me do my thing. So I said, okay, fine. He barely touched my shoulder the whole time. You know, he worked on all these other things. And I swear after that one session, I was fixed. And I was like, I was like probably 16 at the time and I couldn't believe it, right? So I feel like I kind of got through to osteo in the same way everyone else does. But at that point in my life, I was trying to pick a career, trying to figure out what to do. So I was like, let me do this, you know? Like it makes so much sense. He explained all of the interrelations to me. And I was like, this is what I have to do. This is how I have to help people because no one knows about it. It's so interesting when you really understand all of everything going on in the body. And uh, that's how I started. So now it's been about uh, three years that I graduated and it's a six year program. So I've been doing it for a little while now. It's intense. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. To, it's a lot to know. We need to know everything. <laughs> so there's no shortcut. So osteopathy. I think, I think this would be a good, if we could explain it simply to parents, how yeah. would you explain it? So in osteo, you know, explain it simply. It's tough. It's it's, tough to explain it's not it simple. <laughs> it's not simple, but it is at the same time, yeah. right? So basically in our therapy, what we're really trying to do is look at the body as a whole. So we're really trying to take your issue that you're coming to us with and see how your entire body has kind of arranged itself to give you this symptom. So mm -hmm. it's not necessarily that the symptom is the cause of your problem. And we try to evaluate, um, you know, your posture, your breathing, the way you move, the activities you do, and try to see where your symptom is actually coming from. So right. we are trying to, does that make sense? Is that simple? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Because you even pointed it out before when you were like, I don't have anything wrong with my bones. Like that would be the assumption. So this was such a good right. example. That's but it. also everyone thinks yeah. osteo bones. Exactly. And it's just so much more than that, right? It's the nervous system, the digestive system, the, the cranium, the, the way our joints move, the way our, our fascia is. It's, it's everything. It's the entire body. And that's what's so beautiful and complex about it. In terms of pregnancy, I came to see you for my sciatic nerve that started, I think, when I was like four or five months pregnant and just stuck. <laughs> but you really helped alleviate a lot of that pain. What are some other, I guess, symptoms or problems you see in pregnancy and how can you help alleviate the pain or discomfort? So pregnancy is super interesting, right? Because I feel like a lot of pregnant women... Um, go through their pregnancy and, you know, talk to all their friends and their moms and their aunts. And you kind of feel like you have to have pain and like it's normal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. you kind of just want to go through and you're like, oh, I have sciatic. Yeah, I'm pregnant. Oh, I can't breathe. Oh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, I have headaches all the time. I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, the typical stuff like um, 
lightning crotch, you know, everyone is, oh, I have lightning oh, yeah. crotch. It's okay. I'm pregnant. I can't feel my hip. Oh, it's all, it's all right. <laughs> and I guess we're just here to, to tell everybody like we can, we can help, right? You don't mm-hmm. have to go through all this pain. Those are some of the super, super common ones. Of course, sciatica is super common with pregnancy because of the extra weight and the shifts in the body. Um, but I guess that's some of the biggest stuff. Yeah, like the sleeping uh, insomnia, that's something we can help with. A lot of women have that throughout their pregnancy. Literally just telling Melania I had the worst sleep of my life last night and I'm going to see Anne-Marie for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so all these things that people kind of just end up living with throughout their pregnancy, a lot of it can be um, can be worked on. And like you said, pelvic pain, that's a huge one. Separation of the pubic bones, a lot of women have that, unfortunately. And so, so our next question would be, at what point is there a specific trimester that you can start osteopathy? Can you start so from usually, the very beginning? You could start from the very beginning. I like to tell people, you know, let's start um, around the second trimester if everything's going very smoothly. So if there are no pains and you're, you're posting, then let's start the second one just to prevent things from happening in the future and to make sure that your pregnancy is going to continue going well. Um, because at the beginning, if everything's going well, we'd rather not touch and, you know, disrupt every all the changes your body's doing anyways. Right. Yeah. But it's totally safe in the first trimester, too. And can an osteo help prepare your body for going into labor? For sure. So um, we can help a lot with making sure that the baby is um, comfortable in its space. So, mm-hmm. you know, we make sure that the hips are well aligned for birth. We make sure that the baby um, has enough room, not too high up in the ribs, making sure that, you know, the baby can descend properly. Of course, every baby has a mind of its own and mm-hmm. it'll do kind of what it wants. But at least we're helping kind of prepare the area for birth. So definitely we can help with that. Um, now, when let's say you're going post 40 weeks, there are some techniques that people say can help induce labor. I personally <laughs> never had success inducing labor, but <laughs> we can always try. There are always little things we can do to help. I feel babies, what is the saying? Uh, your due date is not an eviction notice. It's yeah. just kind of an estimate. And babies, no matter what you try, the castor oil techniques, baby's going to come when baby's going to come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and poor things. We let them let them cook a little oh, longer. No, than you let to. them. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, mine came two and a half weeks early, so that was completely unexpected. Oh and everyone, gosh. everyone tells you the first trimester, oh, you're gonna go over the forty weeks for sure. So that was a surprise to me. Wow. But we're talking a lot about the physical discomfort, and I'm wondering if you'll hear a lot during pregnancy if your attitude changes or your personality is changing, they're gonna blame it on your hormones. But can osteopathy, right? You mean we've heard this all? Oh, she's pregnant. It's her hormones oh, right yeah, now, totally. right? Um, can it help with the emotional well-being of a woman? So for sure, you know, um, we can't deny the hormones. <laughs> we can't <laughs> deny the hormones. We've all been there. So they go up and down and that's totally normal, right? We have to like be open to that and, and people should be more open and uh, forgiving to us <laughs> while we're going through it. But definitely on a more of an emotional level, we can help with the stress. Right, we can make sure that we're releasing the nervous system, the base of the head, the base of the skull, to kind of make sure that there's enough fluid, enough liquid circulating to to kind of calm down the nervous system. So that's always good for us on a stress side. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, and I definitely need that. 
So this is a practice that I've been very familiar with pre-pregnancy, but for someone who has never seen an osteo before uh, and who is pregnant and is now going to consider um, maybe seeing you or an, a different osteo for treatment, how can you reassure them that it's safe, it's gentle? Um, you know, I don't want anyone going into this being like, I've never experienced it. I, I'm scared. I'm nervous. But Really, I mean, I can sit here and be like, there's nothing to worry about, but how, how can you shed some light onto the gentleness of this practice? Um, well, you know, osteo in general is pretty gentle as a practice. You know, sometimes there are adjustments to be made, you know, where you'll have a little crack here and there. But in pregnancy, you know, we're even more careful. Mm -hmm. We take things even slower. We're even more gentle with the body. And what you need to know about osteo is like the way we treat is we really follow your body. So we're really listening to your tissues and how they want to be manipulated. So we're never crossing that boundary. So we're really going at your rhythm. Not to mention, you know, when it comes to pregnancy or treating kids, I always, always put the person in charge. So you are in charge of telling me this is too much. I feel a little bit uncomfortable. Can you explain what you're doing? I'm always super happy to explain why I'm doing this. Or, you know, like sometimes I'm sure Ali could tell you, like, I'm touching the weird spot. And you're like, what, what are you doing there? I'm like, what, what part of my, what organ is that? <laughs> That's it. So I'm, you have to be comfortable asking questions, you know, and I do my best to try to explain while I'm going. But it is really, really gentle. And um, there should be little to no pain during a pregnancy a treatment. How could you prep for a treatment with you? Like, are there specific things you should be wearing, not eat before, not drink before, anything in particular? Um, you always have to be comfy, right? So like leggings or and like a t-shirt, anything that um, is movable, because we're removing the body still quite a bit. So nothing tight, which usually during pregnancy, we're not usually <laughs> wearing anything tight. But, uh, but you can definitely eat, just nothing too, too heavy. And um, drinking water is always important, you know, just to keep all the tissues hydrated. And we take bathroom breaks when we need to. So that's totally fine. <laughs> but, well, remember uh, when you and I both did our ultrasound? Yeah. And she was like, do you have to pee? Yeah. Let it release it now for your ultrasound. She was getting so upset at I us. Know. So it's good to know that you allow for bathroom breaks. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So how soon, once uh, you give birth, how soon can someone come visit you for postpartum treatments? So it really depends, right? Because there's so many different ways to deliver a baby. Um, of course, if you have a C-section, you want to um, give enough time to let that scar heal a little bit before we come in and try to help you with the scar. Um, so I think that you would, I like to say at least like six to eight weeks. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, if we're addressing other things like neck pain, shoulder pain from holding the baby, anything like that, we can do that right away. So that's not a problem at all. Um, headaches, migraines, you know, there are so many different interventions now when it comes to birth that all of these little side effects could happen due to intervention or just from fatigue from after. So we can go pretty quickly. But when it comes to touching and like feeling for the uterus and the hips and all that, we want to at least wait a good, you know, three, four weeks before we touch if it's a vaginal delivery, if everything goes well. Yeah, it, it's super important to know because although there's a lot to do when it comes to a vaginal birth, right, there's the pelvic floor, there's all the ligaments that have gotten stretched throughout the pregnancy that we have to address and all the organs get moved, right? So that's mm -hmm. super important to address after um, the tonicity of the pelvic floor to make sure there's no 
um, dropping of any of the organs afterwards, you know, that with the pelvic floor physios, they do a really great job with that. So we can help a little bit there too. Um, that's super important to address. When it comes to a C-section though, you know, they're cutting through so many layers of muscle mm-hmm. and tissue that I can't stress it enough. Like if you have a C-section, please come see us. We're going to help you. It's going to get better. I know it's scary to have someone down there and touching, but you, yeah. we've got to do it. We've got to get there. That's so supportive because I know somebody who had a C-section and she really struggles with what happened afterwards and especially with her scar. And I feel like had she been comforted right from the start with seeing you, it probably would have made a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and in touch with how she was feeling, we discussed this before about the emotional well-being. But after you've given birth to a child, you're either breastfeeding, you're pumping, you're kind of at this human's beck and call at all hours of the day and night. <laughs> so is there a way that we can help with anything postpartum? in terms of with what you do just emotionally? For sure, for sure. In the same way, you know, just with the stress, um, we can help relax. We can help with the adrenal glands that are in charge of the cortisol, mm-hmm. which is the stress, right? So we can help on those with those um, glands that are usually, you know, super overused during pregnancy, especially at the end and at the beginning when you uh, deliver. We can help calm everything back down, get every all the organs working properly again to kind of help you balance it out after. Right. Yeah. Everything shifts. Yeah. Once you give birth, whether it's a C-section or you deliver vaginally, your uterus is, first of all, still quadruple the size, right? Yeah. And then your organs have been, I mean, you wonder where everything goes as this baby is growing. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Our Our body is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and seeing someone postpartum will really help with your recovery in general. Yes, of course. Quicker recovery. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Would there be another alternative practice that you would recommend that would enhance the work that you do for a woman? Like if someone's coming to see you, do they need to see uh, another sort of practitioner that would help support what you're doing or? Yeah. So um, I can give myself as an example. I just had a baby about three and a half months ago. Um, and throughout my congratulations, and she's the cutest thing ever. (laughs) Thank you. So throughout my pregnancy, I I did it all. You know, I did everything I thought was right for me. And of course, that's different for everybody. But if we're taking me as an example, I did my osteo. I um I saw pelvic floor therapists that I recommend to Mm -hmm. all of my clients because it's super important. Like I didn't I didn't even really know what I was getting into. And I recommend it. And then I did it. And I was like, wow, (laughs) you guys are like necessary. And it's worth every every minute. And um, because of the pelvic floor physio, I I swear my delivery went well. Yeah. And post delivery, like I knew what to do. I knew what exercises to do. Like my hat, my hat's off to her. Like she really, really killed it when it came to that. So definitely pelvic floor physio. I saw Cairo also because I had some different types of uh, pains in my back and my osteo at the time wasn't as um, comfortable doing those big, big adjustments. So Mm -hmm. I went to see the specialists for that. And uh, I think that's it. I saw everyone. And then I also saw an acupuncturist. So I've seen everybody. I've seen everybody. The acupuncturist helped me a lot with like the water retention, all of that stuff, which is really helpful. You know, they say it takes a village afterwards, but it surely takes a village too during the process, right? (laughs) It does, yeah. Well, this has been so insightful. Yeah, major. I I think you opened up a lot of eyes for some people. I I really hope 
every pregnant person goes to see an osteo, (laughs) you will feel a thousand times better, no doubt. If somebody wanted to find you on social media, how could they... So my social media right now isn't the greatest, but you can totally find me at Henri Ardilla Osteo. You can find me there. I'll be back at work in January, I hope. Okay. If my little one's good and, uh, and she can, she can handle it. (laughs) I'll be back at work and, um, I'll, uh, how does this work? Do you guys have like a link I could put? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to put a link uh, so people can find you for sure. Yeah. So I'll put a link up for you guys to find me in January. Okay, amazing. I can't wait. So thank you for taking the time with us, Anne-Marie. Um, we know you have your little one taking her nap right now. So we appreciate you taking your sweet mama time to join us. <laughs> My pleasure.